Hey everyone, I'm Damien. I'm Kara. And welcome to Bubble, Bubble. Bath with Bath. Oh. Almost. You always say almost, and I always cringe because I'm like, that was not good. <laughs> I'm always like, we were not even close. And you're like, you're like, so close. Nearly nailed it. <laughs> Nearly there. Okay, so today on the podcast, I always act like it's a surprise. And like, people probably just read the description. Then when I act like it's a surprise, they're like, Damien, we clicked on the episode. So anyway, Lori and Lawrence is here with us. She wrote the Fright Watch, the Fright Watch <laughs> series, which is fantastic. One of my favorite middle grade series. I've been loving it. The last book Unmasked was, it hit me in my feels a little bit, which was great. Oh, yay. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to be here. My dog is... Neither of us knew how to react because that was like someone was like, I'm excited to be here. And usually we're like, uh. So I guess we can start off where you're from. I'm from Connecticut. Um, I'm in a town that is like super haunted. It is where the Warrens? I don't know. Oh, speaking of Lorraine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is what Damien accidentally called me. You did it right, though. You said my name right. Um, but yeah, Ed and Lorraine Warren are from this town. Like, I'm literally a mile away from Annabelle. So, that's so yeah, cool. so a lot of spooky happenings around here. <laughs> that's so cool. We were literally just talking, like, was that three days ago about how much we love those movies? And, like, yeah. Some of the shadiness, but it's we won't talk about. Oh. Yes, no, there's a lot of shadiness. Yeah, yeah. Of shadiness. <laughs> One of my friends... awesome. Go ahead, sorry, <laughs> we interrupt each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? Uh, Lorian. <laughs> she started, and I went. Bleh! Oh, that's all right. You go. Oh, I was just going to say one of my friends actually went to the house, like the real conjuring house and got mm -hmm. me a little thing of the well water. And I'm like half Ooh. afraid to bring it into my home, but I'm still going to. Yeah, I kind of like I don't I, I don't believe in supernatural stuff, which is probably why I write about it, because to me, it's like not scary, but like mm -hmm. put me by that well and I will be like, oh, actually, maybe. Maybe I do. Like, I don't, I say I don't believe, but I also would not take that well water into my house. <laughs> or the Annabelle doll. Like the supernatural agnostic. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I want someone to show me a ghost and then I'll believe. Same. I keep saying that all, like, all these people I know have all these experiences and these cool stories and I have absolutely nothing. And I'm like, just one time I'd love for a ghost to be like, boo. <laughs> just once. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. Uh, yeah, show me show me a ghost, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll say okay. <laughs> I don't want it to happen like in my home or where I work because I just feel like that would be like it would keep me on my, on the edge of my seat at all times where I'd be like, am I gonna get scared by this invisible person or not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. <laughs> I like writing about them though. Yeah, it's it's. <sighs> I don't know. I, I've written a couple ghost stories and I have fun with them, but then I'm always like kind of scared because I'm like, what if I'm actually like <laughs> accidentally like 
letting like pissing them all off they're gonna come for you <laughs> yeah like was my was my story that was like a parody of WAP about ghosts gonna like make them mad enough to come haunt me like i don't i did not ask for this <laughs> i don't want to deal with that no thanks <laughs> yeah that would be kind of creepy but i don't know i'm welcome to it so any ghosts out there I live here. <laughs> Come find me. Bad, that's such a bad idea. Isn't that like how all the like stories start where it's like, yeah, she said that she was open to anything. And then the next thing you know, headless Harry yeah. was following her around. I know. I wish. I live right by the Winchester Mystery House. And you would think oh. that there would be some ghosts, but nothing. The scariest mm. thing was a woman meowing outside of my window recently. But that was about it. Oh, <laughs> that is more scary than a ghost to me. Yeah, a it woman meowing. <laughs> Especially meowing, like out of all the animal sounds, for some reason that one feels so specific and that makes it scary. <laughs> yeah, and it got louder and louder because she was getting closer and closer and I was like, oh my god, like the only thing separating us is a window right now and then she walked away and then I heard her the following night, but she sounded like she was maybe across the street and I haven't heard her since and I'm like, a cat cat woman like what is this maybe she's fighting crime maybe she's keeping your neighborhood safe and you just don't know it. like that's her maybe. warning like she's just huddled down by your window going Wow and everybody's like okay. I don't like that <laughs> all right should we start i should have drove to athens to record and i could have well i guess i'm kind of close enough to point to the mothman but i should have drove to athens to the haunted ridges and then we'd have formed like this weird like triangle of haunted locations yeah right oh well opportunity <laughs> maybe you're keeping us safe maybe the trifecta would have been too much I could have went for the KFC parking lot again this time, but that was <laughs> that's, that's pretty haunted. <laughs> that was not great. All right, let's start with our first question then. This is from Tasha. She said, uh, if you ever saw Bigfoot, would Damien be the first person you called? And in case you don't know, Damien is like a Bigfoot enthusiast. <laughs> I Then the answer is yes. I mean, because I know my only knowledge, of, well, two things about Bigfoot is like Harry and the Hendersons. So I would probably be stupid and be like, let's be best friends. And, or I watched that. Well, they tricked me. I think it was on Hulu. I want to say last year or something. And it was called Sasquatch. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. And I'm not the only one who was tricked into thinking it was going to be a documentary just about Bigfoot. And it turns into like a documentary. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it was like a true crime documentary with like five minutes of Bigfoot. So all that is to say, I have like zero to maybe 5% <laughs> knowledge. So if Damien knows a lot about it, then yes, he would be my first call. There, there, I didn't ask whenever we were talking about your agnostic supernatural beliefs, but we have one of our friends, Coy Hall, he calls himself an agnostic Bigfoot believer to kind of get under my skin. And when, you, yeah. when we were talking about that, I so wanted to say, please tell me you at least believe in Bigfoot. And then I remembered this question and had to hold back because I was like, there is a right yeah. answer and we will get that. I would, more, I would more believe in Bigfoot than ghosts because I feel like there's so much wilderness and there's like so many like unexplored places that like I don't know I would be more apt to believe that because um, I do believe in aliens 
Like, there's got to be something else. Well, that, so, makes, but, that makes two of us in here to believe in aliens. I feel like I get tricked a lot because I said I got tricked by that documentary. But in college, um, the most popular class like for science, like to fulfill your science requirement or whatever, it was called ET Life. And like, it was packed. Every single person took it because we were like, yeah, let's learn about aliens. It was really like a clever name for astronomy 101. And it was really hard. But the big Uh. takeaway was like, the universe is too vast. We like are obviously not alone in that. So I don't know, I like to feel like there's big stretches of wilderness that are kind of untapped like parts of the ocean are untapped that there's got to be other kinds of monsters out there yeah Yeah. i totally like that too so this is why we need the patreon where i just talk about cryptids for an hour to like an unsuspecting (laughs) guest because you should have jw oker on who's that i'm I'm not he is a middle he well he wrote uh he just published a book by quirk about it's called cryptids and he wrote a book about cursed objects. Like he does a lot of nonfiction horror. And then he also is a middle grade horror author. Oh, nice. I'm going to type you, that. Yeah, I feel like you need him in your life. G-W-O. <laughs> Let me type this in. Yeah, because I just like, I need an outlet and my wife gets tired of hearing about it. Like she's <laughs> like, ugh, Bigfoot again. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, I think, yeah, I like to think Bigfoot's out there somewhere, just walking around, now, having listen, a snack, you don't have to, you don't and, have like, to doesn't that. care yeah. about us. I feel like that's, yeah, like, like, just, like, the, we are nothing to aliens because we're probably very beneath them. And I feel, I like to think that's what Sasquatch would be like. Like, no, I just don't really care about anything you've got going on, so. Just totally unamused. Unfazed. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you be, like, some idiots like chasing them through the, like i i mean yeah, yeah. So, imagine people walk by looking for him like what are you doing imagine yeah. like looking at our society like that from the outside in and just seeing like what we're doing and be like what are they doing yeah like i'm not showing myself to them and then he goes the other way <laughs> <laughs> he's just like up in a tree just watching yeah. he's, seen, he's seen that one fake documentary alien autopsy like the one fake one and he was like that's not that's not happening to me nope <laughs> yeah i mean can you blame him yeah we're horrible <laughs> i would have climbed i would have climbed right back in my dimension and went to another or right my portal went to another dimension too <laughs> I don't know that I can get with the dimension part of Bigfoot, though. That's, like, so strange. It's so... It 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 makes so little sense, but so much sense all at the same time. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Our next question is, what is your favorite movie of all time? I, my gut is to say Scream... Um, so that's probably what I'm going to go with. That was the first horror movie I saw in the movie theater. I was in, I think I was in seventh grade. I would have to look at the date of how old I was when it came out, but I I was in middle school for sure. And my best friend and I snuck in. And so, because we had to wait for, you know, the people to go away, (laughs) we were we missed like all the trailers, but we got in right in time for the cold opening. But we were in the first row, uh, so we were just neck stretched up, ghost face right above us, and it was it was awesome. So um, 
I have such good memories of that movie and seeing like all of them in the theater that I would say Scream. That's so cool. And I'm I'm here for the new ones too. Like I know, like I feel like there's so many purists who are like, it's not like that. Like who cares? Like they're not, tar- I'm not the target audience anymore. <laughs> it's like I'm too yeah, old to I be was, the target audience. I was so, so mad about like, the people that just absolutely dismiss the new scream because they were just like it's not like the original. It's like well, no, it's not like the original. It's a new director. It's, it's like not 1996 anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Like, we, like I, I had the same reaction when people didn't like the new movie, the new craft movie. I was like, that's mm. it's not for us. Like, it's not. Yeah, the demographic has changed. <laughs> yeah, I watched that too because the craft is one of my other favorite movies. Um, and I watched that and I was kind of like. And the fact that David Duchovny was in it, I was like, yes, thank you. But yeah, I, it wasn't for me. So I didn't love it, but I didn't hate on it because, it, again, yeah. it wasn't we were not the target audience. Yeah, like I watched <laughs> it and I just kept thinking like, wow, this is actually pretty good considering like what I've heard. And the same with like Hocus Pocus 2. We're not the oh, target. Just gonna... Yeah, we're not the target anymore. We're like. All mm-hmm. our, we're all like middle-aged people now <laughs> it's still so fun like if you just watch it just for like nostalgic purposes and mm-hmm. just to have fun with it, like don't pick at anything just enjoy it it's actually a really good movie i had a lot of fun with it my kid loved it and she loves the original hocus or the first hocus pocus too so i was glad that we oh. went ahead and watched it and like didn't listen to all the negative stuff people i loved saying. it i don't i didn't i guess i didn't like pay attention i didn't know people didn't like it until after and i'm like wait what did I miss something? Yeah, I, I watched to... it like I I watched it like the day of and I had seen a little bit and I was like, why are people like mad about this? It was so fun. It like and that one I feel like was a nice homage to the first one. Like there was a lot of nostalgia in there for us, but pulling in like a new generation. I, I, I'm not going to get mad at stuff like that for trying to like same with Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars person, but my brother is like like huge has always been like that's always been his thing but like getting mad about changing things or adding characters it just seems silly it's kind of like we're grown-ups now just yeah (laughs) that's a perfect way to explain it we're grown-ups now a lot of things to get mad at in this world hocus pocus 2 is not one of them. <laughs> exactly. Like, you see like this discord sometimes on like mainly Twitter, which is like, I guess I won't see that in a year or two, but it's, like, <laughs> this huge, like it's, they act like every, like they act like their whole life has been ruined because there is a new sequel made to yeah. a movie they loved. And it's like, just don't watch it. If you just didn't like it, like are they yeah. forcing you to watch it every time you watch the first one. <laughs> It's like, why are you letting yourself get this stressed over a movie that you know it's like no really ridiculous? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's always like really ridiculous things too. Like I saw someone complain about the fact that, like, spoiler to anyone who hasn't seen Hocus Pocus two yet, but they were complaining about them being in a Walgreens, and I'm like, it's Walgreens, and it's 2022. They're everywhere. Of course, they're going to be in a Walgreens. What, what are they supposed yeah. to just avoid? Like. Yeah, they were like, there's no Walgreens, like Walgreens in the original. And I'm like, well, it's funny now because of like all like the makeup industry and like YouTube and TikTok and, you know, influencers. Like I thought that that was a perfect way to like bring in, you know, the younger audience who are into those things right now and are scrolling the Internet looking for influencers and stuff like that. Yeah, I loved that. I loved it. I love that whole movie. Uh-huh. I'm all for a re- a redo. <laughs> totally. I, I always go into like remakes or reboots like just hoping for the best. Like, I'm never like, why did they do that? Like, I just go into it like, this is going to rule 
this is going to rule. Sometimes I get pretty bummed, but then other times I'm like, yeah, that was good, I guess. Yeah. I have I have a friend, well, had a friend. <laughs> there's reasons Uh-oh. there's reasons probably like the next one why we drifted apart. We were watching a modern kind of slasher movie and they said, "I hate how in modern movies, in modern horror, they have to like account for cell phones." <laughs> Okay. Like, all right. I would just be like, uh, yep, okay. I was like, what do you I was like, what do you mean? And they said, well, like the original like Jason movies, they didn't have and I was like, they're the cell phones. They're, they didn't exist. What are what Right. What is your phone? Right, and everybody has their phone on them at all times, so it's like, of course, in the movies, they're going to have their phones on them at all times, too, because that's the reality of life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it would be to, weird to not mention the cell phones. I've talked to Kira about this before, because we always... Sorry to anybody who like likes new Halloween movies, but I was not a fan <laughs> of the first two new ones that well. But we always talk about how silly it is that, like... Have you seen the first new Halloween reboot? I've seen all three. Okay. So the first one where her, where the granddaughter's phone gets thrown into the pudding. I'm always, I'm always laughing about that because it's like, they knew they had to get rid of the cell phone somehow. So they hired all of these extras, set up this whole high school dance. (laughs) Her boyfriend could uncharacteristically cheat on her and throw her phone in pudding instead of, I don't know, having her trip and lose it. <laughs> it's just so funny. To look choice. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of tongue in cheek moments in all three. Oh yeah, for movies. sure. And that I would I don't know. I'd hope that that was one of them, but who knows? Maybe it was just a weird choice. I really like I really liked the third one. A lot of people didn't like that one. I liked the yeah, first... I didn't like that one. Really? Well, see I don't um, I don't know what's going on with my brain. What do I say? Do I say like spoiler alert if I want to say something about it? Yeah, you're good. You're good. I'm. (laughs) I don't want anyone. Jay doesn't care. Um, I didn't. I just felt like it was two different movies, and I really was just struggling to see Michael Myers hiding out in the pipe like he was suddenly all arthritic or something, and then like takes the whole movie. And there was one part where he's riding on the back of the motorcycle. No, he wasn't. She was riding on the back of the motorcycle. See, but in my head, I was like, oh my God, he's going to be on the back holding Corey from behind. And I didn't hate it because, but I definitely watched it with like a funny, like a humorous lens instead of serious, like social commentary. Oh yeah, totally. I I didn't see any of that. I don't think any, I haven't watched any of them through a serious lens. Like I don't see like, some people act like Halloween Kills was like some like powerful moment, and I'm like it's just a slasher movie, chill. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I don't like when it like I thought two was super heavy handed at the end, but there were enjoyable parts in all of them. Like I I mix them together in my mind, but I loved like the kids with the season of the witch like mask. Like there was some super fun moments, but like yeah, again, I'm not mad at them though. I'm not gonna go on a rant. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I'm not like mad. Like I think. I'm not really that big of a fan of the Halloween franchise, so I don't really hold anything like dear to my heart about it, except mm-hmm. for the third one is my favorite, and that's like it, I guess. But I just I went into them kind of expecting them to be fun, and then part two was just kind of mean. 
in a way. And I was like, yes. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, this is just I just think that it was two different movies. Like the third one I would have preferred if like the first half was like Michael Myers, not in a pipe. And he was like doing what he loves to do. And then it hands off to Corey. And then like Corey takes the, you know, takes the yeah. mask in the mirror. I can that, see but. that. I also told one of my friends, I think it would have worked better if that was the first of the reboot. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if they rebooted it like that and then just had Corey be like, taking over kind of like a passing of the torch yeah that would have been that they should redo that they should do yeah take that idea whoever made the movie i can't remember his name <laughs> i know it wasn't john carpenter but green? He was, oh, something green was it? something green, green. green or something i don't know well that'd be good if they recut it that way just i'll just yeah i i saw the one last year what was that one called kills um, yeah, that's the one I saw in theater, and I was telling Damien I just could not stop laughing, and I was trying really hard not to laugh, but I was like, this is so all over the place, and then I was telling Damien, like, the end where, like, after everything, he goes and just, like, looks out his bedroom window, I was like, why? What is this? <laughs> I was like, this is too much. I just don't, I don't get why you're so confused about that. Have you never just looked out your, your like, childhood window? It's so He's a man. He's got a lot the whole shots to do it. <laughs> He's had a whole life and he needs to yeah. just go back and be like, this is when I was, this was when life was the best. This window. He was having a moment where he was reflecting, <laughs> thinking <laughs> how he's going to go. That was the other thing though. Like he like raised hell at the end of that movie and you're rooting for him in that moment. And then to start three with him, like hiding, I was just like, no, pick up with him like where he left off fighting everyone i don't know yeah i thought the time jump was a little jarring yeah like, it's weird to me too that he would hide considering there's been how many movies where he's just like unkillable yeah so like why would <laughs> man everybody's gonna make me hate the one that i actually was like wow this is and then I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense does it <laughs> <laughs> you are allowed to like, love that one i have seen people wear shirts like about core i can't uh, justice for Corey shirts so you're allowed to oh my gosh them. i need i need that shirt like i just <laughs> give me all the worst horror movie shirts like that that just make no sense <laughs> all right let's see um on the well not i guess on the same topic i um still want to see the what was it the texas chainsaw massacre one they did on netflix i i haven't seen that one yet i, I didn't see that my husband watched it and said he absolutely hated it yeah, I... and i was like but in like a fun and funny way like it's fun to watch it and he was like no like you get annoyed <laughs> so oh, I, didn't. I got so... i saw the of like strange dialogue in it yeah i got mm -hmm. so turned off after like which okay i'll just be real i don't like that franchise like at all i think the only one i like is part two because it's so hokey and fun <laughs> The radio. I, yeah, I haven't won them in a long time. I can't. They they're just. I don't know what it is about them. I just can't get into it. Like part three was strange, and then part four, like Matthew McConaughey is in it, and there was something to do with really? it. Really? Yeah, Matthew, yeah. He's he drives like this giant monster truck. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I feel like I need to. I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen the original one, and then the Jessica Biel 
one that was remade whenever they did that. But I don't think I've seen the sequels. Maybe. Oh, you need. It's and, not my favorite either. It's a bit gruesome. Yeah, it's kind of mean spirit. I, this is so weird, like as a horror fan, but I don't like when horror is mean. No, I agree. I like it when it has like some kind of like friendship thread and like, I don't know, like some humor in it that it knows what it is. I think that's why I like Scream so much and the craft and things like that. But um, I do like the Halloween, the original one, but I don't love Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah that's, it's brutal. It's very like, mean. And there's no character like there's the only characters you really like get to know are the killers. And I think that's kind of mean too. Cause you're just yeah. like, I don't really have anybody to like get behind or root for or any enjoyable moments. It's just very bleak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. That's true. I would agree. With like, that. I don't want to be, well, on the topic of, huh? I don't want to be depressed watching it, but before you switch, you both, you both really should just like take an hour and a half and watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. It's from like 88 and it's just, it's just the cheesiest, goofiest movie, and it's so much fun. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I'll add it to my list of movies. <laughs> I'm going to add that and the Matthew McConaughey one. <laughs> oh, yes, that one too. The Matthew McConaughey one, I made it sound way funner than it actually is. <laughs> These things do the, the vision I have for it now, I'm going to be upset if it's not. <laughs> yeah, trust me, it is nowhere near as like because you think, wow, that's going to be horrible and just fun, and it's just horrible and kind of boring. So be prepared. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. I don't have time for boring. <laughs> I had no idea he was even in like you know you hear about like actors and like their roles that they're in, and I just have never heard about. Who's that one. the other? The actress is really popular too. That's in it. Let me look it up. She's re- it's somebody else. I I keep wanting to say it's Paris Hilton, but that's because I'm mixing it up with House of Wax for some reason. Yeah, I can't that one. House of Wax. That's so fun. Yeah, that's a fun one. The original one is fun too. I haven't seen that one. I'm pretty sure. I sometimes I mix up movies in my head because I'm pretty bad with names, but I'm pretty sure like Billy from Gremlins is in it. Oh, nice. Renee Zellweger. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting cast for that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and it it's it's definitely a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on the topic of movies, um, someone asked, or writer's block asked, what is your favorite movie monster or the movie monster you'd le- least like to encounter? Oh, my favorite? I struggle with this because I am just like a huge Universal Monsters fan. So I'm always like, I want all of them. But um, I think people would assume I would say Creature from the Black Lagoon. But no, I put a sea monster in Unmasked because that was my mom's favorite movie. Um, I am a huge vampire person that was like, like, huge like since I was a kid so I feel like a vampire would be my favorite but I would also be the most afraid um because I don't like veins or things like that so I feel like I'd have a hard time <laughs> with the <laughs> but they're so charming aren't they yeah so I I, I feel like I would but equal parts want to meet a vampire and then be the most scared to meet a vampire I get it 
Yeah, that's my like absolute dream. Like when I was like 19, I went to Vermont and I was at the library and I found out that or this like little bookstore and then they started talking about the Barry vampire. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I was in Barry, Vermont. And they were like, oh, there's a vampire that's been roaming the woods for centuries. And you best believe I went to go you look. Put on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look for me. <laughs> and everything and walk right in the woods. Like, okay, where are you at? The real daddy. I do. I haven't read or like watched many movies about vampires that I don't like. Like I like most of the pop culture that like surrounds vampires. Whereas I can't say that for maybe other kinds of monsters. They're also quite fun. Like, I don't know. They are. I think like all the different versions they have of them Mm -hmm. and all the different like traits they have are always Mm -hmm. cool to see. I just rewatched Fright Night. Um, The, David Tennant version and I forgot I should say Colin Firth no I always mix up Farrell and Firth Farrell is the one who does like all of the like English stuff right I don't the, know okay. <laughs> just Colin, one know. of the Collins the hot one he's in Fright the one with yeah, with, with uh, Colin Farrell the uh, what is it called um, Fright Night yes okay and I just rewatched that recently because I like went on this ridiculous binge of like watching movies that start with f i don't know why but they were all good and so fright night was on there but i watched the um the newer one and it was so good it was so fun and i forgot that david Tennant was in it and he was delightful it's such a good vampire movie i need the one. Oh, you know who else have you seen the one with colin farrell damien no i have i've seen the like i've seen the, the 80s one night. yeah i've seen the old fright night but i had never watched the remake i think it was it's like fun. not because i didn't want to watch it but i think it just like fell between the cracks kind of it's also got um anton yelkin in it i know we talk about him pretty often he's in it and then the guy who played um what was his name in super bad the dorky friend with the id mclevin there you go yeah. he's in there too and he's hilarious he me it's a really good and tony collette is the mom who yeah, tries to seduce like it's such a good it's a it's a stacked cast it was and i forgot like 90 percent of those people were in it it was really it's i definitely recommend it we stand tony collette yeah she yes i've she i love her so much and her we were just it's terrifying we were just talking yeah, about i don't know if i love her in that she's terrifying in that. she's terrifying in there so terrifying her facial expressions freak me out so bad. Like when she finally snaps and yells at the kid, I'm just like, wow, I am terrified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's my comfort movie. I put that on sometimes just, just because it's a Tuesday. Just because- I'm like, why not? Why not be scared in the middle of the afternoon? <laughs> just because it's a Tuesday. Let me get the press on a Tuesday. It's so good. It's just so creepy. And it's just so much goes on <laughs> in that movie, like from beginning to end. It's definitely one of my favorites. I went to a horror, like a Connecticut Horror Fest thing, like last month or whatever, this fall. And the booth that I was in across from me were just tattoo artists just giving like tattoos on the spot. And the daughter from Hereditary, I can never remember the actress's name, the one who loses her head. She was getting tattooed in front of me, and I was just like staring at her head. <laughs> and I was in a booth with special effects artists who were like trying to figure it all out. <laughs> but that's know. so cool. Yeah, I can only imagine what filming that scene must have been like. I can't imagine what anything about filming that movie was like. Like, I feel like I would need a lot of therapy afterwards. <laughs> yeah, like, especially as I a parent. <laughs> 
<laughs> Especially the poor dad. Yeah. He gets set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a, it's so like, yeah. that's one of my biggest fears, that and drowning. Like, no thanks. Um, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like a good time to me. <laughs> so bringing it back to like the original question, I think mine, like if we're also answering the questions, my favorite monster is probably, you know, I don't really know because I'm like Lorian and I just always want the universal monsters for everything. And I'm very odd in that I like the creature and the bride the best, but then my favorite movie. Oh, I, now that you said that, I'm like, oh, I love them too. <laughs> yeah, but then like The Invisible Man is my favorite actual universal movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I wouldn't want to meet The Invisible Man because you can't see him. Oh, yeah, The Invisible Man sounds scary. Yeah, True. I don't like the idea of someone being invisible. <laughs> like watching you uh, that creeps me out what's that movie with what's his name and he becomes invisible predator no <laughs> no yes hollow man yes 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 i haven't seen it in a minute but i think that he does come become invisible right yeah yeah i watched that like i don't know last year i think and it's terrifying like from beginning to end i was like i don't like any part of this <laughs> i don't remember this our boy Holland. have you seen that with coat have you no, seen that one i've seen it when it came out and i don't think i've seen it since i don't think i liked it because i was like a preteen and i was just like this is lame but i might actually <laughs> like it now you should watch it it's good I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I don't even remember where I watched it, but it was truly like horror. I was like, I all of this makes me wildly uncomfortable. It's kind of like the new Invisible Man was just like scary. I didn't, I didn't just, see it. I didn't even know they made a new one. Yeah, it's super good. Oh, see now, you, now I'm gonna have to remember her name too. I know that they're like they were trying to go through like and re redo all the Universal monster movies, and then they like just weren't doing them well. I feel like it needs to be like Marvel, where like they didn't do Hulk well, so then they like just kept retrying. <laughs> I feel like they need to do that for because I would love a whole new Universal monsters. Thing. Yeah, I think they're still doing it. I think Bloomhouse really? is doing it. Yeah, it was Elizabeth Moss is who was in The Invisible Man, and she just, like, wow. the whole movie is just her. It's so good. But Oh, is that the one where her husband's abusing her, and then he disappears? Yeah, there's spoilers, though. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know. I did see that. I know what you're talking about, and that movie is terrifying, and it's just, like, subtly it's terrifying. So good. Like. I yeah. Think, okay. I, and it's what's his name is the uh, um, husband. Um, oh just, God, the guy. I think he's from the Haunting of Hill House. Hold on, I can tell you. We're we're just this is horrible. <laughs> we're just yeah. I did Oliver Jackson. Um, Oliver. Yeah, the Oliver Jackson Cullen. He's from um, the Haunting of Hill House. He's scary. Man, too. that was. I mean, it was just creepy. I know they're doing. Um, I don't know if it's like halted or doing anything now, but Ryan Gosling was playing the Wolfman. Oh, I did see that. I didn't know if that was still happening. Yeah, I, I think- bet you these movies are going to happen because they some one of my friends told me that like Universal Studios Park is like making a Universal's Monsters like land. Uh, so I feel sick. like that that would be yeah. 
th- I, that would be probably good on their part if they have movies to promote. New yeah, movies. I know. I know when they announced that, and they announced um, Karen Kuzama's Dracula, the director of Jennifer's Body. I was oh. like, I was like, that's gonna be a banger. That's gonna be good. Ooh, I love Jennifer's Body. Yeah, it's so good. Me too. I just watched that the other day, and that like that style for dra- for a modern Dracula would be just spot mm-hmm. on. I think. Yeah, that'd be amazing. But I know that <sighs> Is right that... after that COVID happened, so I think everything got held back because of that. Yeah. But. Is that the one? I think I saw Bill Skarsgård is in it. Possibly. Oh, thinking of something else. I know they're. I know the guy. I, I know the guy is making Nosferatu that made like the lighthouse. Robert Eggers. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Robert Eggers, uh, Nosferatu. Yeah, he's gonna play him, I guess. Bill Skarsgård. I know it was supposed to be Andy Taylor Joy, and I was like, that would be amazing. Yeah, it says to play. Oh yeah, I guess interesting. And Lily Rose Depp, I guess too. Hmm. So that's been five minutes. It's been five minutes of nerding out about movies that may or may not get made. <laughs> well, we just googled Ryan Gosling with Wolfman, and it says he said he's there. It's happening. Sweet. That's going to be. Internet so- doesn't lie, so we can rest easy now. <laughs> yeah, I just i I knew that they they were like really serious about it, and they were doing all this stuff for those movies, like planning ahead, and then the COVID happened. So I just kind of assumed. Mm. The two-year shutdown just kind of like pushed everything back. Yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting. Which see. it did in everybody's lives, except for like, well, everybody's lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. I still forget. Literally. What <laughs> I didn't know where I was going. I was gonna say maybe writers <laughs> because we don't go out to write, but then I was like, yeah, but my life was still crummy. <laughs> <laughs> It was like the one time I wanted to actually go oh, outside. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not allowed to, but this is the one time I want to go to the pizzeria. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. All right. Let's see. CJ. Hi, CJ. Asked, uh, Arl Stein or Christopher Pike? You can only pick Arl Stein. Same. I know that, like, there's arguments that Christopher's not uh, Christopher Stein. <laughs> um, Christopher Pike is, like, a better writer, which I could be swayed into agreeing with but rl stein was the first like horror author i ever read um so i yeah rl stein <laughs> and the fact that he's still going with this like empire i'm just and like he does stuff for free there was um this event at an a library in connecticut that always gets like a bunch of really good horror writers i remember he came right before covid um like that year and they got rl signed to come and like they were gonna you know like obviously pay him and he was just like no i i make enough money i don't charge for events and then i went to comic con last month and he was there um doing like a bunch of panels and signings and things and originally when they sent out the link to him like it was everybody was charging at least two hundred dollars to like get a picture and something signed and i remember thinking oh, that's weird that rl stein's charging that much um because i remembered the thing from story fest where he said he doesn't charge and then he took it off so he was like one of the famous people who like didn't charge for people to get pictures and all of that um yeah, R.L. Stein. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. I'm going with R.L. Stein too, but I just love that. That's so cool. Yeah. 
Me too. He holds a lot of like, you know, nostalgia for me. Like he was the first horror writer I read and all that. And I had like a collection of Goosebumps books as a kid and I still have a small collection now. So, and I started like w- uh, reading the, um, oh my God, what is it called? I'm drawing a blank. The Fear older Street. ones. Yeah. The Fear Street. Yeah. Books. And those are so fun every That's single time. That's what I started to read. Um, Goosebumps was out, but I, um, I just had this teacher who I don't really know why, but she had my fifth grade. Nope. Fourth. Yeah. Fourth grade teacher had like a cabinet full of just Christopher Pike and R.L. Stein books like Fear Street and like all like all of them. And you can just sign them out. And so the first one I read was a Fear Street book. So then I just kept reading Fear Street. Goosebumps I'm kind of reading now because my six year old loves like he has a Goosebumps collection that we're like getting for him because he loves the covers. Um, which my husband and I always joke that we have this nostalgia for like Blockbuster and, or, or video stores because we used to, you know, as kids go and look at all of the horror movie covers and our kids yeah. don't have that. They're not going to a record store and looking at like CD covers or cassette tapes cover. Like they don't have that. Everything's online. So like, but my son will put them all on the floor and like line them up and like just look at the covers. And it's so sweet. Like, that's yeah. so cool. Well, I love that. That was That's so cute. I got into Goosebumps first. I think the first like actual I know I read I'm always a little bit hazy on what the first actual book I read was. I know it was either the one that I remember the most was The Beasties by William Sleater, which is like a kid's novel, but it's really creepy and I remember that one vividly. And then I remember Monster Blood 2. Just reading mm-hmm. Monster Blood 2 before even the first one. I'm sure. Yeah. I think mine was probably um, The Haunted Mask and then The Slappy Ones, I think, were the ones I no, first they... read as a kid. I've... And what, what was the one with, like, the demon-looking guy in the front? Um, oh my one God. Day at Horrorland? Oh, that's yes. so good, too. Those were my favorite as a kid like i could not get over the covers mm-hmm. of those books i like the deep trouble cover a lot too because i've always been obsessed with sea creatures and deep trouble was like there's a hammerhead and it's just so good <laughs> they're so good have you seen the um fear street movies that they have on netflix i have i really liked them i was yeah, I was I I do same conversation as earlier where like some people were like what are they but it's like there was enough easter eggs to keep 90s Lorian very happy and also like enough new stuff to keep it fresh that like I mean I teach middle school and I'm I feel like it I'm never going to tell my students to watch something that's that <laughs> gory and everything but they were all coming in talking about it that they had a lot of fun watching it. And I was like, yeah, that, that tracks like, um, and I love they're remaking goosebumps too. Um, Are they? Oh man. I think oh, for Disney, exciting. I think oh, it's for Disney so because cool. I think that's why they just pulled, um, they just pulled goosebumps. Cause like my son and I have been watching like the old goosebumps show and they've recently pulled it or they're pulling it this month off of Netflix. And I think it's because now it's like Disney's like mine. <laughs> oh, but yeah, they're so exciting. Oh my God. I, I love, I love the that. movies. The last two, the two movies they made. I love them. I thought the one with Jack Black was just like chef's kiss. Great. Oh yeah. I love that too. 
I've I've like that's I think Goosebumps is probably my biggest nostalgic thing. I've been trying to the original series. I've slow I've slowly built it up to all I need now is Calling All Creeps. So if anybody mm-hmm. has a copy of Calling All Creeps that they are willing to like wheel and deal with Damien over, please tell <laughs> me. But like I've that one has such a good cover. It reminds me of like Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, excellent. it does with the like they're in the phone booth. I love yeah. it. I think that's one of the only ones I didn't read either when I was growing up. I'll see if I have that one. I have a bunch. So I'll see what's in there. You're about to say you're about to like save my life. If you haven't already won friend of the year, you're going to now. (laughs) Unless I don't have it, and then I'm canceled. (laughs) I'm just going a big smear campaign on Twitter. Kira has committed an unrepentable sin. (laughs) A friend crime. The cardinal sin of friendship. (laughs) And let's see. uh, That was our last question. Yeah, that was it. So then I will go ahead and ask my question. I like to ask all the guests because we food tends to be, which I'm surprised it hasn't gotten brought up yet, but food tends to be like a big topic on this podcast because Damien and I do not like pickles. And usually the guests that we do have tend to like pickles and then they make pickle memes and it's a whole thing. Um, But I eat a lot of weird food combinations. And so I always like to ask if there are any weird food combinations that you enjoy. No. I am a creature of habit. I am not creative in the kitchen. <laughs> I do like pickles, but not as much as I used to. When I was pregnant with my older kid, my daughter, I ate a lot of, um, such a cliche, I ate like a lot of pickles when I was pregnant. And like I would put them on cheddar cheese sandwiches with lots of mustard. And then I went to the doctor and they were like, Girl, your sodium level, you need to <laughs> lay off. So I, I think that kind of just turned me off from them a little bit. And I haven't really indulged since. But I don't, I can't think of anything weird that I, that I mix together. I'm pretty, pretty vanilla when it comes you to me. You literally just said, I don't do any weird food combinations. Pickles, cheese, and mustard on okay. bread. Pregnant. Pregnant. Okay. In my normal non-pregnant life, I don't. <laughs> I saw this trend on TikTok recently where people are trying, they're like dicing up a white onion and then they're getting like their favorite shredded cheese and seasoning and mayonnaise and they're mixing it all up and putting it between two oh, pieces of bread. Oh no. What? Oh no. It doesn't feel at all. <laughs> no. It's what is seasoning? <laughs> just like salt, pepper, like if you like garlic powder, onion powder, like whatever you prefer. And then you just mix it up in a bowl and put it between two pieces of white bread. And it seems like they either love it or they hate it. But I've seen a lot of people like thoroughly enjoying it. And I'm like, I could never lie. <laughs> no one likes a chunk of raw onion with mayonnaise. Blech. Yeah, it's so nasty. And then you mix in like cold, unmelted cheese. Oh, yeah, no. You're putting it in a toaster, maybe. But yeah, like a grilled cheese sandwich with like slices, maybe. But like just to be like, here's this cold bread sandwich that. Well, I like taco seasoning, so I season the mayonnaise with taco seasoning. Oh, yeah, no. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, I know I eat some really weird things, but at least I don't <laughs> eat that. So, <laughs> or <laughs> barbecue balls. <laughs> yeah, our friend CJ oh. makes these barbecue balls that are interesting to say dying. the least. He takes. He said that he takes. He used to take white bread and rip the crust off of it and mash it until it was like a ball shave, and then cover it in barbecue sauce and melt cheese on top of it. So I gnarly. Hate that. <laughs> it's so gnarly. I was like, CJ, I hate all of that so much. <laughs> He, he told us like and it was like you know like the like salt bay meme it was like that like he was just like yeah then you, sometimes when you want to be fancy you oven bake it and i was like oh, God. <laughs> no. No. yeah not okay is there anything that you want uh, to I was ask, gonna ask the, about goosebumps but we've already talked about goosebumps so i guess we're good <laughs> i was just gonna i don't know what's your what's your favorite goosebumps book let's do that um, well, Goosebumps I only read as an adult, so reading them with my son, the, I really like The Haunted Mask, um, and I really like The Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Uh, I really like that one. That one's actually quite creepy. Yeah, like, that one's... The TV show episode was really creepy, too. I don't remember it. Like, my son has his favorites that we have to watch. Like, every kid is like, we're going to watch the same one 50 times. So we've watched, like, a lot of the same ones over and over again. And that is not one of his favorites. I think because it's actually scary. Yeah, it's very, like, dry and kind of, like, atmospheric and not, like... That's exactly what the book is like. And I think it it shows R.L. Stein's like, better better writing. I read a, one of his, like, non-Goosebumps, non-Fear Street newer. But, well, it is technically Fear Street, but it's not... Fear Street. This was like a 2004 or 2014. I don't know. I know that's a very different year, but whatever. It's more recent and it's called Party Games. And I was not enjoying it at all, but I was like, this is my, I gotta read it. I'm not gonna like not finish it. And did you ever see Dairy Girls on Netflix? It's, I highly recommend it. It is not scary. It's a nice chaser if you watch something scary and you don't want to go to bed yet. (laughs) But it's just like an Irish comedy about uh, teenage girls in the 90s. And I just pictured them and their accents and like talk, like they were now the main characters in the book. And it made me be able to finish it and like it a lot. So that's also what I do when I don't like a book. I'll picture the most ridiculous characters in it. And it will help me find the funny in it and get that it. That is it. genius. <laughs> yeah, I read funny games and I struggled to to like it as well. It took me a sec to finish it. I did finish it all the way through, but I was like, hey, yeah, yeah. that one again. <laughs> I, I I just read like, his newest like collection, Stein Tinglers, and I really really loved it. Yeah, it, I haven't read those yet. It's just a lot of fun. It feels some of the stories feel like goosebumps, and some feel completely different. But it's just a lot of fun. I'm going to steal this trick, though, and pretend that every character from now on is the ultimate warrior. It's, like, the more ridiculous, then the more fun it is. Because, like, a lot of, like, the characters in the book were quite unlikable, and the girls, I felt like, were very bitchy. But, like, in Dairy Girls, it's, like, I don't know. There's, like, a warmth to it that I needed to make myself like these characters enough to finish reading. But... Every book I read from now on, every every woman character is Aubrey Plaza, and every dude is either <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger or The Ultimate Warrior. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. The next book you read that you do that for, you have to report back and say how it went. 
<laughs> I'm reading I'm reading um V Castro's Aliens Vasquez book. <laughs> it's gonna be hard not to do that now. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Aubrey Plaza reading that. I've got 50 pages left, and I need to just not, because this book is phenomenal, and I don't want to ruin it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Are we done? Are we good? I'm good. Anything else? I'm good. I'm I'm feeling like we recorded a podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we succeeded this time This might be the least chaotic one, and that's good. We actually sounded like we know until she just unhinged. And I'm like, I am sorry to whoever listens to this week's episode because I don't know what happened. And then Lorian goes back and listens to it and goes, wait, why is all that stuff where they were talking about the podcast at the end edited out? Because we didn't mention that we don't do take back skis because we don't edit. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's it's, sometimes it's just, I'm like, we should edit that, but the fun is not to edit it. (laughs) Just let it be what it is. We'll just have, we'll just have two minutes of awkward silence. (laughs) (laughs) And people will point it out too. Like our friend CJ will be like, there wasn't so much awkward silence in this one. We're like, thanks. Thanks, Thanks, CJ. (laughs) We're trying. (laughs) So, so we always like at the end, like, just like, sell yourself like where we can find you like what's your books where to find your books what they're about anything that like you're working on anything at all you want to say um i'm lauren lawrence and you can my website's laurenlawrence.com my uh instagram is where i am most i'm on facebook and kind of twitter but i don't really check them so instagram is the place to find me um and it's at lauren lawrence and i write the fright watch series which is middle grade horror meant for kids like eight and older um it's about middle school kids who are kind of on this like supernatural crime watch in their neighborhood um and there's three books in the series, The Stitchers, The Collectors, and Unmasked, which just came out in August. And I am working on revising a fourth book, but it's not in the series. It's a standalone, and it will be, um, it's called The Many Hauntings of the Manning Family, and it is out in fall 2024. So, yeah, that's me. Sweet. And I will- I, Thanks I will... for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. And I want to say before we go, like- Definitely read the Fright Watch series. It's if you grew up like a fan of monster movies or like I did, it is great. It's great. It hits you right in the feel sometimes. The last one had me crying for like 20 minutes after I finished it because I was like, I feel so seen about this. Like, I feel like every weird monster kid now has like a cool book to be like, yeah, this is how I felt. And it was, it's just great. Thank you. That means a lot. That's my, that's my spiel. Thank you. All right, and you guys know you can find us online. Damien's really bad at his little thing, so if you find me, you find him, and if you find him, you find him. <laughs> and I don't do much. I don't do a Go good around. spiel, so you'll never find either of us. Okay, bye. You don't. Bye. <laughs>